Are you ready to start showing up as the best version of you? Ditching those diets, embracing and enjoying training and learning that you are enough. Join me, Vicky Marks, or more commonly known as Vicky PT, personal trainer, nutrition coach, and female transformation specialist on a podcast journey of inspiration, motivation, usable tips, and support to fire you forward into becoming that best version of you, plus some special guests along the way. You're listening to Strong, Confident, Transform. Let's get started. Hello, hello. Welcome to Podcast 103. So I am standing here in my gym recording this podcast um, with a full coat on. Uh, (laughs) It's so cold. Oh my God. Um, I was having a discussion this morning over like, why can I not be warm? I am always cold. Like a really good friend of mine bought me hand warmers. They're like, you press a button and they heat up. Um, the most amazing Christmas present um, because I clearly am just like that person you know that's always cold. I am that person. Um, my kids are always like, all right, like they, they've got their gloves on and their hat and their layers and they're fine. And it's always me, wherever we are, that's like, we need to go home. I'm so cold. So uh, yeah, I thought I'd just put that in at the beginning today because I just wanted you to visualise what I'm doing while I record this podcast. And I am fully kitted out to keep warm while I record this to you. Just imagine microphone, podcast mic, in a little gym, and you can actually see my breath because it's that cold. That's me today. (laughs) So um, it's been a really busy week for me this week. And, you know, the other day I was reading something about how you know, people are like, how you can run your business more efficiently. You should like content create a whole two months in advance. So like record two months of podcasts and schedule them up. I don't like doing that. I don't want to do that. And I'm never going to do that because I like to keep it really relevant and fresh. And sometimes I will like come up with titles and topics that I want to talk about. But quite often they change because something happens and I'm like, boom, I'm going to talk about that this week. So I like to keep it relevant. So just so you all know, I literally record these podcasts days before they come out. So I try to keep it as fresh and as in the moment as possible so that you're getting really real, um, you know, kind of stuff from me. Um, so it's been a really busy week. My 20 days to transformation are in their second week. They are doing amazing. And some of the messages I have received have literally like blown my mind how, you know, some of these women that came into this 20 days really feeling rock bottom and like they were going to have to sign up for another shitty diet to, um, you know, bandaid the problems that they've got around food and training, um, like, you know, they started thinking, what oh, am I going to fail? Probably going to fail again. Da, 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 da. Anyway, we're in week two and some women are like, oh my God, this is going to change my life. And this is what I do my job for. You know, like I think from the outside looking in, people think doing what I do, you know, being a, an inverted commas, personal trainer slash 
counsellor slash health coach slash life coach slash shrink slash psychotherapist slash doctor. Um, I, I think you can, I hate the word personal trainer. I've hated it for, for a long time because, oh my God, I'm not just a personal trainer. But I think people look in and I have a lot of people make comment and say, oh, you're so lucky that you do something you love in your own hours. You're so lucky that you, I have a lot of people say this to me. And actually, I am pretty um, certain that if I um, took on five people to do my to do my job for two weeks and do what I do for two weeks, they would a hundred percent take that back because you've got to love what you do, you know, to do what I do. Like I am sometimes everything to everyone, and I sometimes um, maybe take on a little bit more than I should, um, and the online world, people are quite happy to say anything to anyone. So there's so much positive in my career. I love it. It's it's what I was made to do. Like I love helping people. I love supporting women on their transformational journey. I have the tools and everything in place to guarantee that I can change people's life. But sometimes, especially online, um, you can definitely have some keyboard people that, you know, that don't always speak so nicely to you. So, um, I am very lucky that I get to do what I do. Like it is my favorite thing to do, but I hate it when people say that because I'm like, hang on a minute, you come do my job for a little while and see how it goes. So the reason I'm talking about this is because the universe is pretty, uh, or should I say, not the universe. I love the universe. Um, the country, the world is pretty messed up right now, right? So I would say my job is leaning more towards being a counsellor at the moment, is more toward leaning towards pepping people up, um, is more towards trying to convince people why their health is more important than anything else. Like, And it's draining. And I'm not going to lie to you, I'm drained at the moment. Like, drained at picking people up off of the muddy floor. And I think when someone the other day said to me, you're so lucky to do what you do, I felt like saying, hang on a minute, come spend a week with me or come and come and do my job for a week and let's see how you feel. Um, because I am incredibly lucky to do what I do, but sometimes it is draining and I'm going to put my hands up and say it is right now. I feel drained by the world right now. Like the world is draining me as well. Like I'm not a robot. And I think sometimes, especially the online world, think people like me, personal trainers in inverted commas, are robots. They don't feel, they they don't struggle to exercise. They don't struggle to eat well. It all comes easy to them. They're robots, but we're not. We're real people. We have feelings. We have emotions. Um... (laughs) we do take things personally. Um, and you know, we are just like you, most of us, some people not, but most of us. Um, so it kind of leads me into the topic of this podcast today is what is your value? So at the moment I am getting a lot of messages of women rock bottom. I mean, coming out of COVID, um, I think a lot of people came out with mental health problems. I'm just going to say it. 
Um, a lot of people came out with an obesity problem. I'm just going to say it. Um, no one learned from COVID that our health is our number one priority and they still uh, continue to neglect themselves and neglect their health. So I'm just going to say it. So people come out of COVID miserable and then, you know, for however long it's been since we came out of all of that, have continued to not do anything about how they feel. And I get messages a lot, and this isn't everyone, by the way, everyone under my wing, I'm proud of you. I'm proud that you're taking action. Um, But the messages I tend to get is people are just mentally on the floor. Like their mental health is on the floor. And so I'm rare, I get messages saying I'm overweight, I need to do something about it. But a lot of it is backed up with my weight's a problem, but I need to sort out how I feel as a person which hallelujah, praise the frigging Lord. Like I love my job and I love changing people's bodies like physically, I love that. Like the transformation and confidence I see in women, like how much it grows when they change their body. Oh, I fucking love it. Like it makes me feel so proud when, when my members send me pictures of their bums and go check my peach out or my members send me pictures of them in the gym and they're looking sculpted and like you can see the confidence oozing out of them like I love that shit like it lights me up inside but you know like for me I love to help people feel mentally better like I want people to um, be able to manage their anxiety their overwhelm or whatever they're feeling I want to give them the tools to wake up happy I want to give them to talk the tools to find their happiness not happiness with how they look I mean true happiness that happiness from within that freedom I talk about freedom a lot and there's so much behind freedom for me like when it comes to health and wellness and freedom for me is like and I've been there done that I've had a friggin' eating disorder that I was almost sectioned for so you I can tell you that I've been there with some of the emotions and lack of freedom around our health. Like I have been there. I'm yet to do that podcast, but I promise you I will do it. I just need to be in the right space. But you know, I've I've been there where there's been no freedom, counting everything, weighing everything, obsessing over what you're going to eat when you go somewhere, not eating when you go out somewhere with your friends because, oh my God, it's way day. Um, like going to the fish and chip shop and binging because you're, you've lost two pounds on the scales. Like I have been in all of those situations. I have had zero freedom when it comes to my body, my health, my physical health, my fitness, all of that. I've used exercise to punish myself. Um, I've used, um, you know, not eating to punish myself. I've, I've done it. I've been there. I've done it. I've got the t-shirts like, and I will talk to you about this one day when I feel good and ready to tell you about my experience with an eating disorder. I will tell you about it, but I have experienced that lack of freedom. And what lights me up inside now is to show women that you can have freedom because I've achieved it. I've overcome huge obstacles and huge habitual, horrible (laughs) patterns. And, you know, I've overcome an eating disorder. So if there's proof that anyone can do it, it's me. Like you can achieve freedom. You can go and enjoy dinners with your friends. You can go and have lunch with, um, 
business friends, work friends, whatever. You can go and do all these things and have total freedom around it. You can have freedom when it comes to exercise, like going to train or doing your training programs because you just love it. Not because you feel you have to, because you're looking a little bit tubby around the outsides or because you ate too much ice cream last night. Like I mean training because you just love it. You love how it makes you feel. And like, you know, I have numerous occasions where, um, you know, like I had a massive ankle injury where it was the universe showing me again what exercise does for me. Um, recently, I had a little bit of a back injury um, that would teach me to start an extreme sport in my late 30s, right? Um, so I had a back injury. And again, like it, I want to bang my head against a brick wall when people say to me they're too tired to train. Like I literally want to get my head and bang it against a brick wall because you know, like I didn't hardly train over Christmas because I was so sick, like had full blown flu. And then my back wasn't very good. So I couldn't train because of that. Oh my God. I was exhausted. I was so exhausted. I actually, um, here's a little insight to how I was just after Christmas. I actually would cry when my alarm went off at 6am because I physically did not want to get out of bed. I couldn't get out of bed. I was so exhausted. I was like, I'm so exhausted. I can't even get out of bed. I wasn't training. I was eating, but it wasn't optimal because I felt so horrendous. Um, so anyway, put all that aside. When I started training again, I was like, holy fuck, here we are again. The universe showing me that if you don't exercise, you don't train, you don't feel yourself properly, then of course you're going to feel like fucking shit. Like, of course you are. Of course you're going to be exhausted. Of course you're going to feel, you know, half empty, if not completely empty. Because as a human being, we are systems. If we think of it like a, like a machine, I suppose, like we need to be used. Like to get a machine to work properly, it has to be used. It has to be fed the right fuel. It has to have all this stuff. Otherwise, it's not going to bloody work. And actually, eventually, it's just going to be one of those machines, you know, that squeaks when you try and use it, gets rusty, have to oil it more than we don't. You know, one of those cars you have to put on an hour before you want to drive it because it just doesn't defrost, slow, um, eventually doesn't look very nice either because the picture of health has just gone. Um, so, you know, if you don't use it, you lose it. And actually we are, we are like machines. And where do you end up in the scrap heap? And that sounds really horrible, but it's, it's true. Like if you are feeling exhausted, oh, I'm so exhausted. I can't train. Like, like, come on, think about it from a logical perspective. Are you exhausted because you work seven till five? Or are you exhausted because your body needs love? Like, what is it that it needs? Like, and I guarantee you, it needs the opposite to what you think it does. It doesn't need to be sat down and watch the telly by 7pm. It doesn't need to watch Netflix. It doesn't need to, in inverted commas, rest most of the time. It doesn't need a bath with candles and dimmering lights and soft music. What it needs is it needs to be used. It needs to be worked. You need to give it what it wants. Good fuel, move your body. And I'm not meaning join a bloody couch to 5k or running club. I mean like 
Use your muscles, get blood into your muscles, get them to work, build some lean bloody muscle because it makes you feel good and takes all those aches and pains that you're feeling from sitting down too much away. Like generally your body needs the opposite of what you're telling yourself it needs. Sometimes you're telling yourself it needs rest when actually it just needs a, a, a bit of work. Um, this is going completely off tangent today, guys. My podcast title is What Is Your Value? And I'm actually just going off on a tangent, but I'm trying to keep it relevant to how things are right now. Like a lot of people are reaching out to me saying I'm too exhausted to do anything. I'm so worried and stressed about the world that we live in right now. My anxiety is through the roof. And I am someone that has experienced a lot of this stuff. And I know that taking a step back, in inverted commas, or um, having a break from exercise and eating well, in inverted commas, is not the answer. And I talk about calling yourself out all the time. Like, And I had a cool conversation with someone yesterday about you know, these things that we tell ourselves, like these things we tell ourselves as to why we can't do something is the excuse party that you've used for probably many years to get you out of situations that you fear you might fail at. Like if I can't do it, I'm not going to do it at all. If I can't be the best, I'm not going to do it at all. If I fear I'm going to fail, then I'm better and safer to not do it at all. But actually just call yourself out on these things because actually the only way we can succeed at anything in life is if we start actually calling ourselves out opening up and going, this is why I'm not achieving my goals because I'm telling myself I'm too tired. I'm too busy. I'm not important enough. And this kind of links into the title today of what is your value? It blows my mind that women, and I get, and excuse me for the people that really are, are counting every single penny every single month, but that women will not spend anything on themselves like will not, they need the help so desperately, but they're not willing to prioritize things in their life to be able to afford it. Like my membership site, I think is the most amazing value. Actually, I know is the most amazing value because I've had a member join recently that was shocked that my site is $34.99 a month for everything that is included. My heart and soul went into this. The principles that I give will completely change anybody's life. I can completely guarantee that. And she'd had a quote from someone else for £249.99 a month for the same service. Like, I know my membership site isn't, in inverted commas, expensive, but women aren't willing to spend anything on themselves. Even in conversations that I, with people in the school playground or like, you know, my 20 days to transformation, like, oh, 20 quid, but what if I fail? Oh, can I do that? Oh, I've got to send little Timmy to 12 clubs a week. Can I do it? Or oh, he comes first. No, like why will women not put themselves first? And I don't just mean like from um, a monetary point of view, but from a time point of view, point of view as well. Oh, well, uh, I've got to do this, this, this. Are we martyring because we've got to do this, this, this and this? Or can we ask for help? I ask for help every week. I want to train on a Tuesday at 7pm. That's when I want to train. So I ask my mum, who is more than happy to spend time with her grandchild, to come over and sit with my little girls so that I can do a workout at 7pm. Same thing happens on, um, another, like on a Sunday. People are like, oh, um, 
do you watch your your son and your daughter play football every Sunday? No, I don't because I love training on a Sunday. So my husband is assistant manager for my little boys team. Off he goes and sorts that football out. And then one of the grandparents takes my daughter to hers. And some people are like, oh, do you not feel guilty that you're not watching one? No, because I come first as well here. And actually, I need to do what I need to do so that I am on top form to spend amazing present time with them on a Sunday afternoon. So if this sounds like you, like, oh, I must be there for that, but somebody else could be, do it. Give yourself a break. Go and do a workout. And I know this isn't possible for everyone. Like, I know some people haven't got the help that I'm so lucky to have, but this is almost like other things like, oh, well, you know, I can't get up any earlier in the morning because the kids need me in the morning or blah, blah, blah. I can't ask my husband to do that because he's busy doing this or like most of us women are completely against asking for help, are completely against asking or, or putting the washing on the back burner while you do a workout or putting all the chores that you've got on the back burner until you do that workout or prep your food or whatever. Um, and just recently, it has shocked me, I, I'm, I suppose I'm going to say, how there are so many women out there that undervalue themselves, are quite happy to plod along feeling unhappy and miserable about themselves rather than doing something about it. The level of self-worth that I see in a lot of people breaks my heart in that these women that have got so much potential so much potential to actually live their life to the full or not because they just don't value themselves. And it really upsets me. And it is on my mission list to show women their self-worth and to show them how much they are valued. And, you know, I don't understand why people would not do things to make their life better. And this includes changing your body, changing your life, dare I say, losing weight. Because I don't care what anyone says. There was this huge campaign not that long ago about loving the body you're in, whether it's overweight, obese, too skinny, whatever. But I don't believe in any of that. Like, I think it was the worst campaign ever. Because being, you know, like advocating that being a size 28 um, is okay, I don't agree with. Like, that woman is not happy. That woman may portray or lie that she's happy to get into the newspaper and have all the pictures and and maybe cover up that she's so terribly unhappy inside. But, like, I know that that is not optimal health, so she's not going to feel good about herself. So, you know, like, all this body image stuff, yes, it's very important, But until you feel comfortable and confident in your own skin, it doesn't matter what shape or size you are, um, you're not going to be happy. So, you know, this podcast has gone on many tangents, but it does upset me to see so many people in this world undervaluing themselves and actually setting half-assed goals and not wanting more from life. And interestingly, I don't know if anybody's read it, but there's, um, most people have heard of him. Stephen Bartlett has a book, um, called Happy Sexy Millionaire. Now it's not 
the title is a bit shit, I'm going to say. I'm just going to put that out there. I think it actually puts people off reading it. Like, I think it portrays, like, read this if you want to be a happy, sexy millionaire. But it doesn't. It actually talks about how he always thought being happy was about being really sexy and a millionaire. When the reality was, there's so much more to happiness than that. And anyway, it's a great book. Like, give it a read or a listen if you like that sort of thing. But there's a bit in his book, and I spoke to someone about it this morning. She reminded me of this bit in the book, which I love, um, about how your life is like a, an egg timer, like a sand, an old-fashioned egg timer. Like from the minute you're born, that egg timer's turned over. And that's the time you've got. And when that last bit of sand drops, that's it. So if we all had that in front of us, how much different do you think we'd live our lives? Just putting it out there. How much different do you think? And like, yes, there's time for rest, recovery, just being, being present. We don't have to be taking action on things every second of every day. But this is where I'm going to leave the podcast today. Like, if you are that person that's constantly moaning about how she looks, constantly moaning about none of her clothes fitting, constantly moaning about being tired, constantly moaning about feeling like shit or having pain, constantly moaning about their health not being where they want it to be, then just imagine this egg timer in front of you and you're watching the sand fall through and every single excuse you use for not training, for not showing up to that training session, for not doing that program, for not trying things that a coach is telling you to do, for not pulling your finger out and taking action on how you feel, just watch that sand fall through that egg timer because it's really powerful. And, you know, like it reminded me this morning when someone reminded me about this bit in the book and I'm like, yes. And like, we overthink things for, I used to overthink things for years actually, rather than just telling someone something or overthinking that we're going to fail. And, you know, someone an amazing lady the other day, like saying, uh, that's on my 20 day course, kind of saying, like, I'm absolutely loving the principles. I love everything about it. I feel amazing. But what happens in a year's time? Why are we thinking that? Why are we thinking that far ahead? Because we live in a nation of what if, what if this happens? So if that happens, I must stop now because it protects me from like not failing in a year's time or blah, 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 blah. We need to do the things, take the action, try things, get the coach, get the mentor, um, book the holiday, do these things because that egg timer is in front of us, right? Like if we're constantly moaning about how we feel, fucking change it. And I'm going to leave it there with you today. What is your value? get your egg timer out, visualize all this stuff. Um, pretty deep today, right? If anyone's got any questions after today, let me know. I'm going to leave it there today. Um, until next time, I'll catch you soon.